This is Radio Haldeberg 93.6 FM. If you've just tuned in, my name is Vanessa Bourne and this is In The Zone. Time now is quarter past ten. And as promised, I have got a mayoral committee member for Water and Waste, Alderman Xanthia Limburg, on the line. Um, welcome to the show, Councillor Limburg. It's great to have you with us. Good morning and thank you so much for inviting me. I do appreciate it. Now, the Water Week, um, this is Water Week, and on Monday we observed International or World Water Day, and the theme was valuing water. And when I read that, I thought to myself, we're three years past and almost day zero here in Cape Town. If somebody in Cape Town doesn't value water yet, then I don't know what we need, what needs to happen before that happens. But it's not just a case of valuing the actual physical water, is it? You're absolutely correct. Um, Yes, water is a finite resource and it will probably remain so, which is why we need to continue to uh, conserve it. But valuing water, I think, is also an holistic um, understanding in that we need to realize we need to protect and value the infrastructure that brings water to our homes and businesses. Um, because that is equally as important. We are also experiencing vandalism um, and theft of uh, water and sanitation infrastructure. All of these things uh, do result in the loss of water. So we need to ensure that we value that infrastructure as well because it's extremely expensive to repair and replace and upgrade that infrastructure. Now, the city has got a new water plan, which forms part of uh, the water strategy, our shared water future. Um, Tell us a little bit more about the aims of this new water program. So, yes, in response to the drought, the city um, took on the lessons learned from that experience and we developed our water strategy, which sets out our uh, water future. It's one where Cape Town aims to become more water secure um, and more resilient to future droughts. So there are five commitments within that strategy that we make to our residents. And in terms of water security, uh, the key plan there is to add an additional 300 millimeters of water from a diverse set of sources that are not dependent entirely on rainfall. Mm -hmm. Uh, So groundwater abstraction, desalination, water reuse, while we continue on water demand management interventions and uh, catchment of of our uh, dam areas to ensure that uh, those are also optimally maintained. So all of these uh, plans form part of our water strategy uh, and very clearly articulated within that and we remain committed to implementing each one of those. There are several components to this. Um, I found one of the ones that I found very interesting is the water reuse. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that one. So yes, water reuse refers to treated wastewater that is purified through an advanced drinking uh, quality water. Uh, there are a couple of examples of cities that have specifically treated wastewater to drinking standards, um, and we have taken on taken on lessons from those um, cities, both locally and uh, globally. Um, and so the city is in the process of uh, uh, designing a permanent uh, for a new water uh, reuse project scheme which will be based at our four uh, treatment plant Mm -hmm. and the plant will essentially um, be designed for a capacity of uh, 70 million litres of 
uh, water per day, and we'll be increasing that over time to 100 millilitres water per day. Um, it will be, once completed in 2026, will be the largest water reuse scheme of its kind. But I think, uh, you know, residents are, are naturally nervous about the concept mm. of water reuse being integrated into our drinking water supply. And so that's why the city has been preparing for this through um, our, our smaller scale demonstration reuse uh, plant at our Zantlik wastewater treatment plant uh, that produces 10 millimeters of water per day. We haven't used it for drinking purposes only been used for industrial uh, application at the wastewater treatment plant, but it's given us uh, a basis of of being able to understand the technology and then use that learned experience to Mm -hmm. apply it to the much larger scale uh, plant. And then alongside all of this, um, the city uh, has already commenced with a consultation process where we've engaged both local and international industry experts as well as civil society because it is important that we take our residents and stakeholders on board with us as we um, consider uh, implementing water reuse at a larger scale. And we want to make sure that all of our stakeholders um, have confidence within the city's capability uh, to Mm. provide water through the source that deals with things such as water quality amongst many other key considerations. I think it's also important to mention that um, the, the use of uh, water reuse is a conventional and, and, and in most cities around the world a significant part of the bulk drinking water for cities within the United States, Singapore and Vintok. So this is, it's not a, it's not a new thing, um, but it's something that obviously the city can look to and is obviously exploring. Absolutely, um, you're correct. Uh, there are also more local municipalities like Berlin, uh, and actually. Uh, Councillor Limburg, you're disappearing there a little bit on me. <laughs> Do you hear me now? Um, yes, that sounds better. Sorry, you just kind of disappeared so, into the ether. Local level, uh, there are examples of you, their, uh, I'm going to. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm going to stop you. You're disappearing horribly. Are you on a on a hands free or something like that? Yes, I, I'm. I'm using my cell phone. Ah, uh, there we go. That's better. Now I can hear okay. you. Apologies sorry about that. that. No, it's not a problem. Not a problem. There we so go. At a local level, there are there are other examples uh, as well in Burford West, Belito, and Mutual Park here in Cape Town, um, and then as you said, cities in the United States, Singapore, um, and Vintuk is an excellent example. They have been making use of water reuse for the last fifty years, mm-hmm. and Australia is also in the process of planning a reuse scheme. So there are many examples, and we are partnering with many of these uh, cities. Uh, to to also learn from them. Now, the, the the pandemic must have had an impact on the progress of this project. What has happened um, in the last couple of months um, to the progress of the project? So, yes, the pandemic, particularly in the initial stages of the severe lockdown, uh, did um, hamper construction. But we have been able to uh, very quickly make up time Um, And so many of our augmentation schemes um, as part of our water strategy are progressing very, very well. Um, 
And uh, so we've touched on water reuse, but in terms of groundwater abstraction, uh, there are three aquifers that we mm-hmm. um, are working within. The Table Mountain Group aquifer, uh, we completed uh, eight borehole. Uh, eight production boreholes, and that is yielding almost 20 million litres of water per day. And further drilling is is underway in that um, Table Mountain Group area, um, and we'll eventually increase that yield to 30 million litres per day. At the Cape Flats Aquifer, this is a managed aquifer recharge water scheme, so we are uh, ensuring that we um, improve water quality in this aquifer as well. Uh, we'll be uh, producing first water from this aquifer later this year. At Atlantis uh, Aquifer, which we've been making use of for the last 40 years, uh, we are also expanding on um, this aquifer, so it will produce in totality 35 uh, million litres of water per day once fully completed. But this is also an established manif- managed aquifer mm-hmm. recharged uh, scheme, um, which aids the the future sustainability of uh, groundwater or, or aquifers, which is a responsible way of drawing from a groundwater resource mm-hmm. because we need to make sure that it remains available for future generations. On the desalination side, uh, during the drought, we implemented three temporary desalination plants. It's the largest two uh, produce um, uh, 14 day. You're disappearing again on me. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you disappeared. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you now. Sorry. Apologies for that. <laughs> Not a problem. Um, I think it's the, the network. But the in terms of uh, desalination, uh, we had three temporary desalination plants, the largest two being at Munwabisi and Strandfontein. Okay. Uh, they were in operation for two years. We started the decommissioning last year. Uh, the Strandfontein plant produced 3.8 billion liters during that two-year period, and Monwabisi temporary desalination plant pro- uh, provided approximately 4.3 billion liters sure. of, of water during its period, uh, two-year period of operation. Those are now in a decommissioning phase, but those temporary facilities have provided us with uh, experience and expertise mm-hmm. for the larger, more permanent desalination plant. Uh, which we are designing for an approximate yield of 50 million litres of water per day. Uh, we've progressed very well with a technical feasibility study, which has been completed, and we're currently reviewing the outcomes of that feasibility study, um, and that will then move us into the next phase around uh, implementation. If you've just tuned in, my name is Vanessa Bourne. This is In the Zone, and my guest is a mayoral committee member for Water and Waste, Alderman Xanthia Limburg. Now, Councillor Limburg, is it still important for us to uh, watch how we're using water? We All these wonderful plans, um, and we've had rain, and today it looks like we're going to get more rain. Our dams are looking good. Should we still be saving water? Well, I think our dams are in a far better position, and this is what only been... Um, uh, which is why the commitment set out in our water strategy 
are so crucially important. But it is always more affordable to continuously save what we have, mm-hmm. and that is up to every single one um, around how they make use of water and how they reuse that water in their day-to-day lives. Mm-hmm. All of those things make a, a, a contribution to the bigger, uh, to the big objective of ensuring we um, we preserve this resource uh, for the future. Absolutely. I must say the shower is still in my, uh, or the bucket is still in my shower, and uh, it's become part of the way um, we use water in our household. So, And I know of a lot of people who do that as well. So uh, I think there are a lot of us who do, but we do get a little bit uh, sort of relaxed in it. Um, but I would like to urge people as well to continue saving water. Thank you so much for your time, Councillor Limburg, for taking the time to speak to us today, to bring us up to date on this plan um, and uh, what the city is doing to make sure that we have got a water, uh, a reliable water supply for generations to come. Thank you so much for the opportunity once again. Xanthian Limburg, thank you so much for your time. You go well and uh, have a good weekend. Thanks. Same to you as well. Thank you. Bye-bye. And that was uh, Alderman Xanthia Limburg there uh, telling us a little bit more about the water program for the city of Cape Town and uh, the various parts of that. Um, if you'd like to know more about it, you can always go to the city's um, website, which is capetown.gov.za forward slash think water. And uh, they have got in- additional information about that, about the city's water strategy and the new water program. Uh, the information can be found there. This is Radio Holderberg 93.6 FM.